Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas for grown-ups. All fan bases. Big night tonight. And then tomorrow. And then Saturday. And then after that, we get to attach grades to how'd your team do? 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow, say good morning. Good morning to those watching on Peacock, our great streaming partners. Thank you for the support. Also, our radio affiliates numbering nearly 390 cities around. Good morning it. to you, Dan. Good mo- Well, thank you. Yeah, no one ever says good You say good morning to everybody every morning, and nobody ever says good morning to you. So, good morning, Dan. That's like after some shows, not every show, where I'll walk by Todd and I'll go, good show, Todd. And then he'll go, uh, you too. And I go, why don't you ever initiate? Because yeah, it's meaningless to you if I'm just kind of chirping back what yeah. you just said. So why don't you initiate? I don't know. I should. I really love what Seton just did. That's a nice, positive, happy way but, to start. But why don't Thursday. you do it? Because I'm just not that nice a guy. It's minimum kindness, basically. Ooh. <laughs> We've Ooh. been through this. No, you have kindness. I do. Because I, I pick my spots. Okay. Let's we have a great day today, guys, guys, all right? Come on, let's, let's have go. a great let's day. Go. Here we go. Come on. Good day. morning, Dan Patrick. Let's do this on a Thursday. Feels like a first round draft pick today. Like early first? No, just first round. I'd like to be traded up for around the 27th pick. Mm. That'd be fine with me. Okay. Todd? I think I'll sneak in in the 29, 30, as late as 31. I think they're only going 31 picks tonight. Okay. So uh, I can just get the bottom of the first round. And my shirt says so. Yeah. That means you're going to a good team. Yeah. What's better than that? Yeah. Nothing better than that. Marv, how are you feeling? Blessed beyond belief. Oh. I'm ready. Blessed draft beyond. day. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Hawks Celtics tonight. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's one of those where... The game that didn't happen. Yeah, you're like, wait, they're playing a game tonight with the draft tonight? I don't think they thought there was going to be a game tonight, but there is, thanks to Trey Young. Celtics at the Hawks, game six tonight. The Heat close out the box. Dun, dun. The Knicks! The Knicks advance beating the Cavaliers. What a great day yesterday for New York sports fans. Aaron Rodgers comes in like Tom Cruise out of Top Gun. And then you got the Knicks dusting off the Cavaliers. They're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. And who would have thought you'd have the Knicks against the Heat? That'll be fun. And Jimmy Buckets dominated again. How did the Bucks have all these great defenders? Drew Holiday, Greek Freak, Brooke Lopez. These are three of the top defenders in the game. I got one guy I got to stop. I got to stop Jimmy Buckets. Playoff Jimmy. 
and it didn't happen. And your season can't come down to, did Grayson Allen make the shot? He didn't even get the shot off. <gasps> yes, Paul. When I saw that play last night at the end of overtime, Bucks had the ball, Giannis dribbling out the court. You must have loved that play. They found a way to get the ball out of Giannis's hands. Yes. They actually knocked him on his tail, and he had to scramble up, and they didn't give him the ball back. And you know who did that? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler guessed right by Giannis going to go left. It was great. Now, was there contact? Yes, there was. But Jimmy Butler guesses correctly because Giannis is going to cross over and go to his left. And Jimmy Butler guessed correctly. And then Chris Middleton has the ball. Take, get a shot, Chris. And then you pass it to Grayson Allen, and he tries to do a Euro step, and then that's it. Like, that's not how the – hey, how did it end? Uh, did you guys go down fighting? Uh, well, Grayson Allen missed a shot you know, in the lane. No, that's not what you want to hear. You, you know, it's like striking out looking. That, that was the feeling I got for the Milwaukee Bucks. Like game-winning runs at third – and you're going to take a called third. <laughs> the Grizzlies beat the Lakers. LeBron did not look good. They looked old at times. You know, but you're still up 3-2. Now you go back home. And the Warriors are up 3-2 on the Kings. Steph Curry. You got to kill him. Like, you, can't, you can't wound him. You got to kill him. Draymond played great. And they may peel off, you know, another one, four in a row here. But... That's what you want. If you're a champion, that's what you want. That's what you need. That's what you got. So we'll come up with a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. By the way, if you're a fan of the uh, tailgate moonshine, you're going to love Dan's deals. I have some. Now, these are smaller companies, and they said, hey, we got some great products because I was going to order some things for Mother's Day. And they said, well, we can pass it on to your audience. And I said, well, what kind of savings are we talking about? They said, upwards of 80% off. So between 50 and 80% off all these products. There's four products that we have. I'm getting my wife all four of these. Go to danpatrick.com, and it's first come, first serve. You have until Saturday, but we got you taken care of because you probably don't remember what you got your wife last year for Mother's Day. You won't forget, and she won't forget this year. Yes, Eden. You know, I kind of procrastinate, too. Like, I'm the dude who, like, night before, I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. I forgot to get something. Yeah. It's like, just take care of it now. You're a couple weeks out. Just get it now, and then you're all set. Yeah. I mean, there's some really, really quality items here, and uh, I hope you take advantage of it. Yes, Paulie. I ordered my wife something for Mother's Day, and it arrived on Tuesday. Mother's Day was a Sunday. It arrived on oh, the following oh, Tuesday. Oh, okay. And I tried to sell her on, hey, it's, it's Mother's Week. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's late. Mm. Uh, this program brought to you by George Foreman, the incredible story. So he went from winning Olympic gold, heavyweight champ, retired, came back 10 years later, won the championship. Big George Foreman, now playing in theaters. Get your tickets now, rated PG-13. All right, before we dive into some things with the draft and also with uh, the basketball last night, your phone calls are always welcome. I mentioned something yesterday, and I want to give you the details here. i got to go to my phone with the text correspondence I had with somebody yesterday. The story about Lamar Jackson has been going on for quite some time. Now, a lot of rumors. Now, there hasn't been much talk. And when there's not a lot of talk, I always think there's progress. They traded for Odell Beckham Jr. the third. Maybe DeAndre Hopkins, if he doesn't go to Buffalo, 
goes to Baltimore, and we haven't heard from Lamar Jackson. Mike Florio had a post yesterday on Pro Football Talk saying that John Lynch said that they're looking at all options at quarterback, and that included uh, Lamar Jackson. And so I said, you know, there's a report that the Niners kicking the tires on Lamar Jackson. So I got a response yesterday from a source who reached out to me and said, hey, I just read the report from your show about the Niners pursuing a trade for Lamar Jackson. That's the first that we've heard of this, and I just want to let you know. So I followed up, sent the post to this source, who I trust, and I said, here's the post I was referring to as Mike Florio talking about John Lynch and the 49ers. Uh, this is from a source close to this situation saying, zero interest, a little surprised by the report. And then uh, I said, well, I, I hope the Ravens get a deal done, a long-term deal done. And then I'm told, I think they will. That's all I got for you, but I want to make sure I clarify. I want to be fair to the Ravens, uh, make sure I'm quoting John Lynch and the 49ers, but there's been a, there hasn't been much attached to this. And when you attach Odell Beckham Jr., and I can't imagine OBJ would go there without at least having a good idea Lamar Jackson was going to be there for more than one year. Because right now he's under contract to play for this one year. I don't know if there's any guarantees. But if you get DeAndre Hopkins with Lamar Jackson, you got something there. And the AFC is certainly crowded. But just want to be fair to the Ravens and to the 49ers and that report because a lot of times that information gets out and all of a sudden somebody runs with it. Next thing you know, the Niners have offered something to the Ravens or the Ravens have asked for something in return. But, you know, from my source who reached out to me to say, saw the report and there's zero interest on the Ravens part of this, uh, whether the Niners are interested or not. But I think the Niners have been interested in Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Lamar Jackson. And why wouldn't you be? If you can give up two first-round picks and you're going to get that guy right now to help you and then maybe you work on a deal, um, I would. If I'm the Jets, I would have looked at Lamar Jackson. I would have looked at Lamar Jackson before I would Aaron Rodgers because if I get Lamar Jackson for five years... That's certainly a whole lot better than I get Aaron Rodgers maybe for one. And Rodgers met with the media yesterday, you know, that tough New York media asking all of those tough questions. Um, but he did talk about his future yesterday in front of the media. Right now I'm just going to focus on this season. Uh, I'm excited about being here. I expect to be here uh, for the duration of the offseason. And I'm excited to get, to get to know my new teammates and the coaching staff and the organization and and obviously, I have a background with Coach Hackett and that offense, but um, I'm excited about just diving in and being a part of uh, this group and getting to know some of the names of uh, my teammates. And also, I'm excited about working with all you guys. I've heard a lot about the New York media and excited to see what that's all about. Do you really think he, he's excited to work with the New York media? Because I'm guessing he won't work with the New York media. It'll be, uh, all right, uh, yeah, guys, if you want to hear my comments, tune into Pat McAfee. See ya. And the New York media is not this meat grinder that it used to be. When I first got to New York in the early 80s, you had some really tough media people asking tough questions, and they were the stars in New York. That's not the case now. They're just doing their job. 
you know, there's no fire-breathing columnist there, at least not that I'm aware of, not the way it was in the 80s. I mean, Dick Young, Mike Lupica, I mean, those guys were asking questions. Murray Chass, New York Times. It's about social media, not the media. That's that's where you got the fire-breathing, you know, fan or, you know, pseudo-analyst or, you know, whatever it might be, influencer. That's where it comes from, not the New York media. But he was asked some questions there, and everybody wants to play nice, you know, the opening press conference. Let's see what happens when things aren't going well and what the questions are like. Just ask Giannis last night as they bow out. They bow out in historical fashion. Here's the question and Giannis's answer. Do you view this season as a failure? Oh, my God. You asked me the same question last year, Eric. Uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. There's disappointment. I think when you say failure, it's, it has a different context to it. It feels heavier. It feels more pointed. How disappointed are you? You know, he's playing with a bad back. He put up, what, 38 and 20? It's a disappointment. Did you fail? History won't be kind to you, but they won't, they won't pile on like they would other franchises. If this happened to LeBron, then it would be a terrible failure. But I think the media loves Giannis. We love this story. And what's not to love? He's a wonderful player. It's a wonderful story. He's won a championship, MVP. And he put up 38-20 and 20 in a closeout game. But I love the answer. Because he could come back and say, I'm not talking. Or be angry at the reporter. I think he's trying to let the reporter understand how Giannis is viewing this. Michael Jordan, did he fail in those seasons when he didn't win a title? No. Come up short? Yes. Disappointment? Yes. He was injured for a couple of games, and they ran into Jimmy Butler. And you got to give Jimmy Butler credit because that's that, – I mean, those are – he feels like a champion. Jimmy Butler hasn't won a title. They lost Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, and I'm thinking the Heat – you know, this sets the stage for the Bucks to come back from 3-1. That's the feeling I had. But Jimmy Butler – in the last two games, has scored 98 points. The last time you had somebody have that many points over a two-game span in the playoffs, well, it hasn't happened except for Michael Jordan since the NBA-ABA merger. So you're going back a long way. You're going back 50 years. This has never happened other than when Jordan did it. That stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. 
Here comes that what stat of the day. All right, we'll take a break. We'll settle on a poll question a little bit later on. Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network, has his mock draft. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. All fired up here. It's Christmas Day for the NFL. Yay! Although, I think there's five teams right now who don't have first-round draft picks. That doesn't mean that they won't have first-round draft picks by the end of the night. And going into this draft, when's the last time you weren't exactly sure, 100% sure, who was going number one overall. We assume it will be Bryce Young, but as I've said many times, the draft starts at number two for me with the Houston Texans. We'll take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com. If you own a small business, they want to help you out. And you, if you got eight minutes, that's all it's going to take. They've got it down to a science. Eight minutes to see if your business qualifies qualifies for something called the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee if they were kept on payroll during COVID. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they might be able to help your business as well. And you got nothing to lose because there's no upfront charge. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. Don't let the opportunity pass you by. Once again, it's going to take you eight minutes or less to see if you qualify. The payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. So get started. Go to GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. All right, see what kind of poll question we have in store for you today, at least the first hour. We'll get phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW, operator Tyler standing by. Seton O'Connor, what do you have for me today? Who had a better day yesterday, Dan? Who? Knicks fans, Jets fans, Heat fans, other. New York City had a day for themselves yesterday. Yeah, they They did. They had a day. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they did. I was in New York City yesterday, and people wanted to talk about the Jets and the Knicks, and that doesn't happen very often. Um, Were you able to get out before the parade on 7th Avenue? (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. Thoughts and prayers. We're worried about you. Yeah. What is it, the Canyon of Champions? Yeah. The Knicks and Jets haven't been there in a long, long, long time. The Canyon of Champions. I'd say the Miami Heat fans, but I don't know how many Miami Heat fans there are. Big win. Big win. Surprising win. Uh, the Jets are, I'd say the Jets, because they haven't had this much hope. You know, that, you know there's, there's been promise, potential. Now you got real hope. Like, like the hope that you could... Go to the playoffs and do some damage there. The expectation level for the Jets is higher than it is for the Knicks. But I think the Knicks, I mean, I've said it during the playoffs with the Cavs, they could go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I don't think they're a great team, but they are playing like a great team. And, you know, Cavaliers, that's a disappointing season. You get Donovan Mitchell, and you got that closer, and then... The, you know, the Knicks breeze right through you. You know, you got Sixers and the Celtics with a collision course here. I don't know how healthy Joel Embiid is, but somebody's getting knocked out here. I'm assuming it's Philadelphia. DraftKings odds today, the Celtics are overwhelming favorites for the NBA title. Then it's the Phoenix Suns. Then it's the Warriors. Then it's the Sixers, Nuggets, and the Lakers. Tonight, the Celtics are favored by six and a half. I'm going to go back to the question for uh, Giannis after the loss to the Miami Heat. And uh, play play the question, Marv, and then we'll talk about Giannis' response. Do you view this season as a failure? Okay. I think it's a fair question. I think it's, it's a question that's been asked many, many times after something like this where you get eliminated. How disappointed? Is it a failure? Um. Giannis's answer is something different because he could say, no, it wasn't a failure and then move on. Or he could say, yeah, it's a failure and move on. And we wouldn't be discussing this. But when you start to bring in Michael Jordan played 15 years and he won six titles, did he fail those other nine years? Uh, Did the writer fail? Does he fail each year if he doesn't get promoted? 
or win an award. It was just, I think failure to Giannis is different than most players because he came over from another country and a mid-first-round draft pick, started out slow, didn't know if he could play. You know, could he shoot? Uh, you know, at the free throw line, he couldn't quite pull the trigger. I mean, there was a lot of things where you're going, all right, you know, the guy seems interesting. Uh, we didn't even know how to pronounce his name. For the first five years, it felt like we called him the Greek freak, and then all of a sudden it's like, you got to learn his name because he's one of the great players in the game. And I think we like him. I think we generally like him and like his story. He wants to be great. He had 38 and 20 in a game that they lost. Um, I think he, he wanted to take that last shot, but Butler made the right move. He, he guessed correctly. Then you pass it up. You know, that's where you find out how great teammates are sometimes, or even a player. Because during the regular season, you're like, man, that guy's putting up triple doubles. I always want to see when a game's on the line. And, and you know, I always go back to UNLV. UNLV had one of the greatest seasons of all time. Larry Johnson, Stacey Ogman. And I, I, they were blowing out teams. And I kept thinking, how will they perform when they need to make a play? They never got tested. No games were close. And then against Duke... They had to make a play. And I don't even know if they got a shot off. Because you're just so used to, there's no tension there. There's no pressure there. I, you know, There's no clutch there. They were just great. And then all of a sudden, Duke checkmated them, and then they, they didn't get a shot off in time. And that's what happens sometimes. These teams that just breeze through, number one seed, hey, nothing to worry about here. We're playing the Heat. Oh, we're not worried about the Heat. Oh, they lost Tyler Hero. They lost Victor Oladipo. And then all of a sudden, you're waiting for those other players. Game on the line. Chris Middleton. Help help a brother out. Help Giannis out. Take the shot. Get a shot. Your season shouldn't come down to Grayson Allen driving down the lane and not even getting the shot off. Uh, Coaching was poor last night. Call a timeout. Didn't call a timeout. Had a timeout. You're at home. Favored by double digits. Embarrassing. Disappointing. But to ask Giannis if it's a failure, his definition is going to be different than most athletes. Pull question, uh, Seton. What are we going to go with today? Yeah, I think we're going to go with who had a better day yesterday. Okay. Knicks, Jets, Heat, other. Okay. All right. Get to your phone calls coming up. Uh, I would say the Jets just because, I mean, it's a press conference. (laughs) But they had a damn good press conference. That's a win for the Jets. Uh, if, if you're going to say, what's the Jets' record? They're 1-0 right now going into the draft tonight. And, like, just the, the video of him, I know everything looks cooler in slow motion, but him there. Oh, no, no, that's how he walks. That's Oh, that's right. That's yeah. true. Sorry. Yeah. It's much more like the Matrix. <laughs> um, he just, you know, he's got the sunglasses on and the smile. I'm like, damn, he looks good in a Jets hoodie. Like, yeah. hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. I would be so stoked. <laughs> uh, yeah, see. You know, back to the Giannis thing. He, um, I really liked his answer because it, it gave such a good um, bit of insight into his mindset, yeah. um, which is because of the question. I feel like the guy's getting killed a little bit for the question. 
But I thought some of Giannis's answer was a little unfair too, though, right? Because, you know, everyday people aren't in a competitive environment in the same way that Giannis is, right? He plays a sport where there's winners and losers. There's a first place and a last place. There's, there's all of those things. You're going for a very specific goal. Whereas, right, like a writer, they're not necessarily in competition with the other writers, so to speak, or at least in the same direct way. Yeah, there's competition. There is, but it's not like, all right, I wrote my column. Did I win or lose? Oh, I, I think you you attach that after every show. I mean, did how did we do? I mean, we, we or I grade myself, or I look back and say, how was that show? I know what you're saying, and it's not public, where I'm sitting getting grilled like, you know, hey, you, we're terrible in the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, was that a disappointment? Well, if you said, all right, was the, was the year disappointing for us a failure because we didn't get nominated for a sports Emmy? What would you say? No, it's not a failure. Todd, what would you say? Was it a failure that we didn't get nominated? Not a failure. All right, Marvin? No. All right, Paulie? No, and there's a big difference between the word disappointing and the word failure. If you yeah. said it was disappointing, like for about 10 minutes I was disappointed that I moved on. There was a couple of years ago, Nick Saban, I think they were 11-2 and two and went to the yeah. Citrus Bowl. Yeah. And he goes, do you consider the season a failure? And he goes, <laughs> The Coca-Cola, he goes... Oh, he's got to always bang on the podium. He goes, he goes, we're never satisfied when we don't win our last game. He goes, but failure? He goes, failure's not being in the mix. Failure's not being in the national title picture. Yeah. So that's... He yeah, but he it. bowed out in the first round here, Giannis. It's, it's, a, it's a word that has a lot to it. It's a lot more than... I know, um, but this is historical, what happened. Yeah. That... I, I look at it both ways. There's nothing wrong with the question. You're much more old school that you would answer, yes, it is a failure. Boom, period. Yeah, I don't need to give you something, but he gave the media something. And that's what you know we'll focus on or they'll focus on. What he was saying, not about the question, but it's really about Giannis's interpretation of that question. Yes, Eden. Like you can't ask him, was this season disappointing? No, uh, how disappointing. Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it was disappointing. What the hell do you think? Yeah, that would be an infinitely worse question or worse word to use. Of course it's disappointing. We just got knocked out in the first round. No, you say how disappointing. Yeah, if you say was just, it, then you say yes or no. Extremely disappointing. We just got knocked out in the first round. Of okay. course it's disappointing. Yeah. But I, it, those questions are asked all the time. Failure is a little bit of a loaded word, but... Yes, if you take the bait... You don't have to answer it that way. Hey, was this a failure? Yeah. Yeah. We were number one seed. Yeah. Did I have hopes we were going to win another title? Yeah. That's it. They're asked loaded questions all the time. They're loaded because we want to know if that answer is going to explode. And when it does, you're like, like Steve Kime, Arizona GM. When I talked about, you know, drafting a Bosa. And he goes, well, drafting Kyler got me an extension. If I would have drafted Joey Bosa, I would have gotten fired. Or Nick Bosa. And that was the answer. So now that answer, people ran with that when he joined us. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dpdampatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. For the record, I felt like the year was a failure. That we didn't get nominated for a sports semi. In case anyone asks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know if anybody. Was this a failure? <laughs> yes, Paul. Yes, Tom. But there's also a difference between winning something. If you want to make a Bucks analogy to, you know, 
awards and things like that. There's a voting process versus winning. You're in control of not losing to an eight seed. Granted, there's right. injuries and things like that, but you have to rely on some anonymous people behind a curtain that may or may not like you. I know, or the show. I know, I know, I know. It's subjective, and they're voting <laughs> on this. Todd, I understand the whole process, no, but they don't. It's not like they vote for the best team of the year, like for the NBA. They play games to determine that. I know. So we like the Bucks. The Bucks. We'll give them the championship. They're not, they booked them. What, what are we arguing about? I don't know. I think it. I felt like it was a failure. I did. And yes, it's subjective, and somebody's deciding if you deserve to be nominated. And yes, he's actually out there competing, and you can prevent the other team from scoring or winning. I get that. In my mind, it was a failure. Giannis may say, no, it wasn't. See, we need a system like around the horn where sports radio shows that are also simulcast on TV should get points per day boop, by someone. Boop. At the end of the year, you say, that's the winner. He's got Yay. 275 points. Yes, Seton. But the, like what we're doing, sort of to Todd's point, what we're doing and sports Emmys is closer to the Oscars. Is it a failure if you don't get nominated for an Oscar, but you, your movie still made $300 million? Probably not. It's probably a hell of a year. But, you know, what Giannis does, there's literally a winner and a loser. Yes, we're... I, I, I agree with what everybody's saying. I'm saying, in my mind, I failed. My mind. That's it. Not everybody else. No one else. And, and yes, Giannis is able to go out and compete against somebody. I'm telling you, for me, if you didn't get nominated for an Academy Award in your world, did... Does Tom Cruise feel like he failed? No, he saved the mu the uh, movie industry <laughs> he did. single-handedly. That movie saved the industry. He did. I'm talking about Giannis telling that reporter, if you didn't get a promotion last year, were you a failure? He's he's comparing two totally different types. It's not apples to apples is what I'm trying to, to get back okay, to. But then that he's was the all... original point. Yeah. No, take me out of this failure thing. I didn't put you in it. Well... Todd you, did. You, you agreed put yourself with Todd. in because you feel like a failure. I failed bringing this up as a failure. Just let it out. Just get it off your chest. I did. Will you guys shut up? I'm disappointed that you feel that way. You give that kind you're of power a failure. to some anonymous people that voted a certain way. Todd, you're a failure. An entire year of work is going to. You're going to let that determine a couple of people oh, what they, what they put you on the list or not of the five things. Is there know. a knife I can stab you with right now? That would not be good for the Emmys next year. I mean, Are could, you sure? Yeah, stabbing someone live on the air is not looks fun. I'd well. put that on the reel. That's pretty big. <laughs> I would. That's compelling. <laughs> Need one psychopath on the board. It'd be a hit on the Twitter sphere. I could tell you oh. that. It would be a video that went viral. You uh, you have been stabbed in the back many times, Todd. I have. Yeah, no bloodshed. It's all right. No bloodshed. Yeah, I'm just saying for me. Giannis's definition of it when he says Michael Jordan, 15 years, six titles. Did he? Did he fail? Maybe you heard of him. Maybe you. Heard. You failed nine times, not one six. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. I think you're so great. Yeah. So we've been doing this now 16 years? Six, 16 years, yes. And 07. We, and we've been nominated five times? We went five for 16 from the field. So. Well, 11 crappy years. Did we fail those 11, other 11 years? Technically, we failed every year because we never won. Well. So <laughs> every single year of this show has been disappointing. abject failure. Well, disappointing for you guys. I take it more seriously than you do. You guys just wait for another season. Me, I'm running out of seasons. <laughs> He'd be no, like uh, Marv Levy, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, His yeah. career was not a failure, but it feels incomplete. I'm Bud Grant. Yeah. I'm running out of seasons. He lived like 94 or something. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to do this till I'm 94. There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> New wave of Emmy voters, they'll churn out. That ain't going to help us. <laughs> yeah, the older we get, the yeah. more it's definitely not helping. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I think I think the voters are like, okay, here we go. Another sob story. Didn't didn't win. Now we didn't get nominated. It's crazy that by the time this show is over, I'm going to be too old to get hired anywhere. <laughs> this is like this is kind of it for me because after that, they're like, you're, we're not hiring you. You're too old. Gave my whole career to this show, Dan. Well, how long do you want to do this? Until we're all of retirement age, but I guess. No, but how long do you want me to do this? How long do we want you to continue oh, the show? Yeah, to live. To live or to oh, continue to the show? Well, or if I live, I do the show. Because those are the same answers. When I die, I don't do the show. Right. They have pretty good technology. You never know. Yeah, we can just cut up clips. Who, who thinks that they're more hireable right now? If I stop the show, you know, who's getting a job? Us guys? Yeah. It's bad in our industry to be over a certain age for certain positions, okay. like a sports company like ESPN, NBC. Well, they're not hiring. No. No, no they're, uh, they're laying off everyone in their like mid-40s to mid-50s. Yes, but they're hiring people <laughs> under 30 like crazy. A lot of the people who thought you guys were crazy to join me here. Yes, Todd. I have been practicing just in case at home. It's like for an extra 39 cents, would you like to supersize your fries? So just in case I end up in one of those little overnight McDonald's uh, drive through windows, I'll be ready. Would you like sweet and sour sauce, barbecue? Who thinks this is their last job in this business? Oh, in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a broad term. It could be that is a broad term. Media. Yeah. Yeah. Todd? Mm. Um, based on just adding up the years and calculations and when I can retire, I would think that I have to have one more big go-round beyond being a Danette. I'd have to have one more sports broadcasting type job. I would like to stay in the field. Seton? No, I think, I mean, I'm going to have to. So, like, the word retirement doesn't really exist for me. Well, get another job in the media. Yeah. Mm, Like podcast? (laughs) Does that count? Uh, Probably. Do you get paid for it? Something like that. I sure hope so, because I don't know how the hell I'm going (laughs) to keep a roof over my head. Marvin, you're the youngest guy. It's, is this your last job in the uh, in the business? No, definitely not. Okay, I got weekend gigs. I'm gonna do that full time. I think when this show ends in 24 years. Okay, Paulie? No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I think you always think that there's some other cool thing to do after this is over, and yeah, that's a good mentality to have. It might be the complete opposite, and that I'll be in Vermont, uh, you know, cutting wood. Uh, let's take a break here. I don't know what just happened. That's good. Yeah. Is it? Thank Giannis for opening the door to Mm. us to unleash our feelings. Okay. Let's take a break. Our play of the day is up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Oh my God. The play, the play, is the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. This game is stepping as far back as he can with 3 4 in his face. Jimmy to the rim. The catch put up. It's it! Straight inbound, Giannis. It's done with regulation. We're tied at 118. Chip, chips, buckets. That's courtesy of the ticket in Miami, the Heat Radio Network. Heat eliminating the Bucks in overtime. 42 from Jimmy Butler had 56 in Game Four. The Bucks, the second team in the last 70 years to lose back-to-back playoff games when leading by double digits going into the fourth quarter. That's your play of the day.
Play of the Day brought to you by the great folks at Meguiar's. They have come to the rescue again. They have the new hybrid ceramic tire shine, renews dull tires, darkening the appearance, adding long-lasting high gloss, and keeping it shining even when exposed to water. Give Meguiar's hybrid ceramic tire shine a try. Meguiar's, reflect your passion. Some phone calls in here. Austin in Louisiana leads us off. Good morning, Austin. What up, DP? Hey, man. First time, long time. Uh, six foot two ten. Got a uh, quick comment and a question for you this morning, Dan. Right. I um, I'm seeing almost universal praise for Giannis on his comments today, and I think it's so funny that if he was switched with LeBron in this situation, how LeBron would be getting skewered yeah. this morning. No, being an eight. Absolutely right, Austin. Absolutely right. I agree with you. Swept by the eight seed. And, you know, the hypocrisy is staggering, blah, blah, blah. My quick question to you, Dan, is um, with all these Bristol layoffs being so public this week, I saw a gentleman by the name of Mike Soltis, who was the second longest employee of the company, uh, was laid off this week. And I wonder if you had much interaction with him uh, over your time in Bristol. Thanks yes, for I call, did. Dan. Yes, thanks for the phone call, Austin. Uh, Mike Soltis was there 43 years, worked in PR. And... uh He's one of those guys you want on your team. He was always there, helpful, and uh, I considered him a great teammate, a friend, a good friend, and always helpful. If there was something that came up, he was there. Uh, but 43 years, I knew his wife has got some health issues, and he got laid off. There are a lot of people who got laid off there. And this happens with these big companies. There's layoffs. Because what happens is you get to a point where you're going to make a certain amount of money. So when you have success, career success, and the higher you get up the payroll scale, the more vulnerable you are, believe it or not. Because now all of a sudden you want to get the stock price to look good, and you're going to be cutting out some of these people who have been very, very successful and spent decades there. And you're going to replace them with two or three people who are going to make a whole lot less money. It happens. It happens with a lot of these these uh, businesses, companies in the media world. But uh, it's still tough to see. Some people we worked with for a long time got laid off or basically uh, given your severance and see you. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Josh in Orange County. Hi, Josh. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, Dan and Danette. Uh, first time, long time. I'll add something new to that. 49, 510, 192, dad bod. All right. I had a question and one idea for the show. My first question is with, I live in Orange County and Angel fan and a, a Cardinal fan, but I'll stick with Angels. Mike Trout has not touched the playoffs very much, if at all. Yeah. It's been many years since. Who in your minds, your smart minds, mm. think is the Mike Trout of the NFL. Who, who's the Mike Trout of the NFL who hasn't played in a playoff game in nine years and has only played in three playoff games, that uh, Kansas City Royals series? Who would be the Mike Trout? Barry Sanders? Barry Sanders didn't get close to, you know, a Super Bowl. Uh, do we look at quarterbacks? 
Yeah, I'd, I'd have to think about that. Yeah, you know, see, Philip Rivers. Yeah, but he was never the best player in the league. Like Mike Trout's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, yep, yeah, I guess Barry Sanders would come to mind as he was a fascinating player. Um, didn't play for good teams, but but still, you know, had incredible incredible seasons. Mike Trout hasn't even you know been close enough to go. Gosh. You know, one more piece, and they're going to get to the World Series. And then, you know, did you see where uh, Joe Madden, former Angels manager, came out and said he thinks if this team isn't winning, it's highly unlikely that Shohei is going to resign with the Angels. It's because I think Shohei is looking at Mike Trout and going, do I want to be Mike Trout? Going to the Hall of Fame, but we're not having any postseason. He's going to get paid no matter where he goes. Where can you go, get paid, and still have a chance to win? Because that's where these guys make their name, their legacy. You know, Aaron Rodgers talked about his legacy yesterday. He's going to the Jets, but it's now now you got to win. He wants to win one more and what that would mean for his legacy. Hour two coming up, Daniel Jeremiah, his final mock draft. We're going to play the Bijan Robinson game. I don't know what the rules are, but I'm excited about it. Tonight, Celtics and the Hawks, game six. One hour in the books, two more to go this Thursday. Dan Patrick Show. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.